0: Well, happy Friday, everybody. Ron Olesko with you on Folk Music Notebook, and it's time once again for another chapter in Folk on the Water. We're following Dave Rowe on board the Stinkpot as they go on their year-long journey, Dave and his first mate Stacy. They're traveling uh, the waters of the U.S. and Canada and doing an incredible 6,000-mile journey. And we have Dave through the magic of the internet with us right now. How you doing today Dave? I'm doing great Ron. How are you? I'm doing wonderful too. It's good to see you and it looks like uh, folks listening on the radio can't see this but I, I get a visual here when you and I are talking and I see a nice sunny day behind you and it uh, looks beautiful and you
1: guys are just sitting around. What's going on? <laughs> we're, we're just sitting still. We actually anchored in this cove last night. Uh, we The first place we anchored yesterday, we were getting buffeted by some winds that started coming in for the evening, so we pulled up anchor and and just moved over to the the next anchorage, which had uh, uh, some shelter from the north wind, Uh, and we we tried to pull in like everybody else was pulled in here, or like we thought everyone else was pulled in here, and then uh, a gentleman in the sailboat beside us gently told us, "Um, I uh, don't have two anchors out, so I'm going to swing through the night, which he didn't, but... Mm. Uh, he said we're we're probably going to meet uncomfortably later, and so we picked up the anchor again, moved out a little bit, and uh, enjoyed a slightly rockier ride through the night. But it wasn't it was not objectionable. We we didn't come out here to not uh, be rocked to sleep. So. Right. <laughs> um, but we at, this morning when we got up, uh, this entire cove just cleared out, uh, and in one corner of the cove is a dock. So we just tied off to it and we are going to live in style for the next 24 hours.
0: <laughs> now I understand the place you're, you're located is called Horseshoe Island. I saw a photo on your, uh, the Stinkbot Facebook page. I mean, it, that's what it is. It's, it looks like a horseshoe. It's, it looks like some deserted desert Island you would see somewhere in the Pacific.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a deserted Island uh, for all intents and purposes. Uh, this was somebody's Island and Uh, After the Great Depression, they just couldn't hang on to the property, so the state took it over. Uh, It became part of Peninsula State Park, which is uh, right around here. Uh, And they have two derelict outhouses from the state park here that say, do not use, not for public use. (laughs) Uh, and there's this wonderful trail that we walked today that goes around the entire island. So we got to go out to the other side of the island and see the winds that we're missing in this lovely secluded area. We are completely in the lee of the wind here. Uh, and hey, it wouldn't be terrible out on the lake. I didn't see any white caps breaking or anything like that. But, eh, you know, after a few days of, of fighting winds, we just felt like this very calm, secluded spot. Uh Tied up to an island with no worries in the world seemed like a breath of fresh air. So here we sit. Absolutely. And you're, you're ahead of your schedule. So just enjoy
0: it. That's that's wonderful. Uh, I love how that you're, you're able to do some hiking. Uh, you know, It's not just a nautical journey you're on. You're, you're seeing so much about this country and all these places that most of us can't see because you can't get to unless you get there by boat. That's uh, right. I, I saw something the other day. You you, you mentioned you and Stacy were out hiking and you found like some old apple trees and everything, all this wonders of nature.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that was on Washington Island, uh, which is a fairly good sized island and a fairly, uh, there are people on it. It's a populated island. As a matter of fact, Bill Staines is playing there tomorrow night. I wish I was there.
0: <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely.
1: <laughs> uh, but we, we uh, dingied in from uh, an anchorage. Uh, well, it was it was uh, a multi-part dinghy. First, I took Stacy to shore. Then I went back to the boat and I got our bicycles, loaded those in the dinghy, and then I took those to shore. And then we rode the bikes around the island. We put 12 miles on the bicycles. Oh. Uh, and as we were biking on this uh, this country road, there are three apple trees along the side of the road with good-looking apples on them. Uh, and so... We had a little cha right there. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh man,
0: maybe they were planted by Johnny Appleseed <laughs> century ago. You never Probably. know. <laughs> well, um, we when we talked last uh, time we were on about Washington Island, you had mentioned that you were there, maybe twenty years ago or something like that.
1: Yeah, it was. It's closing in on twenty years ago. I played at a place called Nelson Hall, and when the gig was booked, I was you know picturing in my mind a hall. You know, something like a grange hall or something with seat, seating and a stage. Uh, and we arrive there, and let me let me put it bluntly: it's a bar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a bar. And their claim to fame is that uh, uh, they and and I know this not because I remember it from twenty years ago, because we were just there. Uh, its claim to fl- fame is that it is the world's foremost purveyor of Angostura bitters.
0: <laughs> well, that's a claim to fame, I guess. <laughs> a,
1: well, I, I never knew that bitters were ninety proof until two days ago when well, I, I found out.
0: I thought there was something you add to a drink. I didn't realize
1: they had a. To... Well, apparent. Well, it is. It's sort of a flavoring for a drink. If you want an old fashioned, you can't do it without bitters, but. Uh, Apparently during the, uh, prohibition, uh, the owners of Nelson Hall were serving bitters as the only thing that they could serve, and they got called on the carpet about it because, it's, of course, it's booze. And they said, "Well, no, it's uh, it's medicine, <laughs> and uh, it's apparently a cure for seasickness." And everyone on the island was seasick, um, but th- they went to court and won. and the story goes, and I have no way of knowing that this is absolutely true. This is just what I l- heard on the island. The story goes that uh, the owner of Nelson Hall poured the judge a shot of bitters and said, if you think this is enjoyable, then um, we'll stop serving it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: And he,
1: the judge did a shot of bitters on the, on the bench and said, God, that's awful! No, this is obviously medicine.
0: <laughs> so they serve
1: bitters straight through prohibition, oh. uh, and now they have now they are the foremost purveyor of bitters in the world, uh, and they have a bitters club. As a matter of fact, when, when we went in there, Stacey and I went in there in for lunch. Uh, I had to see it. I I hadn't been there in twenty years, and I wasn't sure it was the place until I got to where, I I remembered playing in front of a a fireplace, a stone fireplace, and they had a stone fireplace. And I remembered that there were outlets in the ceiling that we tried to plug our equipment into, but the outlets were were controlled by dimmers, uh, which we almost blew up an entire PA system at this gig. And that's the only thing I remember from that gig. Wow. You must have sampled the bitters when you were there. <laughs> I must have. But uh, after after Stacey and I had lunch, uh, the, the bartender said, uh, would you like to join the bitters club? And I said, no, you know what? I know what bitters taste like, and I don't need to be in your book. <laughs> but apparently they charge you money, pour you a shot, and then after you do the shot, they'll give you a little card that says, I drank bitters at Nelson Hall on Washington Island. And then the bartender sticks her finger into the bottom of the empty glass and then uses her fingerprint and puts it on the card to prove that you did it. (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) Just just a crazy, crazy uh, thing that they have going on there.
0: So I have to ask this question. So do you only drink the bitter to get in the club or is that something that they, I can't just see people going to a bar and say, hey, give me a shot of bitters.
1: That's the only reason that's I I I couldn't wrap my head around this anyway. Wow! Uh, but yeah, no, th- there were three people sitting beside us, and they all joined the bitters club. Uh, mm-hmm. And I watched them do it. And I went, "These people are foolish. They're paying <laughs> this woman for three shots of bitters just to get a card." Oh, <laughs> these <And>, people do. <laughs> you know, I I. I understand the the desire to have been there, done that, and got the T-shirt, but when it's bitters, really? <laughs> no, no, not no. Sorry, I'll pass. <laughs> Give wow. me an old fashioned. I'll have it the
0: the right way. There you go. That's that's the way it was meant to be. That's the way God meant it to be.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, so we're talking about uh, Washington Island. Um, was it the same? Did anything change dramatically that you could remember? Does it modernize at all in those twenty years?
1: Uh, I'm not absolutely certain, but I think the ferry the ferry landing has changed places. And the only reason I say that is uh, when we pulled onto the island to do our bike trip, we actually pulled onto this breakwater that had a road on it. I could see it on on Google Maps. I said, "Well, we can pull up here," and when we got there, I realized that this place used to be the ferry landing. It had the hydraulic lifts that the ferries use and, you know, tires on, on the side of the brake wall. So I think the only thing that's changed is the location of the ferry landing. But I have to be honest, I don't remember anything <laughs> except the outlets in the ceiling at the gig that almost burned out our PA. Right. That's the only thing I remember from the, I, I think Uh, I was talking to Kathy Schultz who used, who booked that entire uh, Island tour and she went out with us and she was telling me things about the gig that I don't remember. And I I think I literally blocked everything. She told me it was a terrible gig. (laughs) I think I blocked it all out. (laughs) You were just a kid at the time. So uh, that's right. Little, little babe in the woods. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I was in my twenties and, and you know, yeah. I was expecting a concert hall, not a bar. <laughs> right.
0: Well, you know, those people in Michigan—they have different words for everything, and who knew a bar was a hall? You know? <laughs> well,
1: To To be fair, this is Wisconsin.
0: Oh, Wisconsin! I'm sorry, We're in
1: Wisconsin. Don't mean to uh,
0: to <laughs> knock. Uh, no, 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 knock on uh, Michigan there. And That's I, right. like <laughs> I like Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin. They got good cheese and, and sausage, so it <laughs> you can't go Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, listen, Dave, how about a song? Uh, anything inspiring you from Washington Island or
1: Absolutely. Uh, or, or Horseshoe and, Island? And, and Horseshoe Island and Fish Creek which which is nearby here and we're we're going to do the rounds after we get out of here and everything everything about this place is beautiful. Uh and I I just have incredible gratitude for everything that we're going through right now uh and all the things we're seeing and experiencing. Uh, And by sheer coincidence, I have a song that I wrote called Song of Gratitude. So let's play that.
2: I'm grateful for the sun that shines. I'm grateful for. Life's bruises come I'm grateful all the same So just knowing I am a lonely soul Hand in hand with a world full of lonely souls Brings peace and love to my beating heart And faith blooms in me again For music that I may hear I'm grateful for a tune The songs that seem to flow through my mind Like a river chasing the moon So just knowing I am a lonely soul Hand in hand with a world full Souls, brings peace and love to my beating heart And faith blooms in me again I'm grateful for a smiling face I'm grateful to see you today I'm grateful for nature around us all And for feeling each joy and each pain Somehow knowing we are all lonely souls Hand in hand with every lonely soul Brings peace and love to each beating heart And faith blooms in us again And what is this faith that I'm speaking of? It isn't in some old bearded man up above It's music and poetry, beauty and love In all of us everywhere It's music and poetry, beauty and love in all of us everywhere.
0: Song of Gratitude, and that's Dave Rowe. And that was recorded live at uh, Baldwin Station, am I correct? That is absolutely correct. And that's kind of where you started this uh, whole journey on the stinkpot for this uh, great loop. Isn't that right? That was your that's first right. Yeah. That, was,
1: that was the last show uh, I did before we set off.
0: Right. All right. Well, how, how does it feel? You're, you're a couple months into this now. Uh, are you, you glad you made this? Do you have any regrets at, at this point? None whatsoever.
1: I, I, I mean, to be fair, uh, um, your friend and my friend, uh, I was just talking to Kendall Morris this morning. And he's in his mid eighties and he's going through a rough patch. And Mm. I wish I could be there for him. Uh, You know, there are people that I miss being away like this. I, I miss my son. I haven't seen him since June. Um, He's 20 years old. He's, if I was home, I wouldn't really be seeing him, so I, I i can't he's he's working five days a week at a summer camp and on the weekends, guess what he's partying with his friends. he's not partying with the old man he <laughs> wouldn't be if he, if I was there that's true but there's a, there's a certain proximity that I miss you right. know, it, and and those are the things right now that I'm feeling more than anything else um but I really can't complain about what we're doing this is uh this is the trip of a lifetime, and I'm enjoying every minute of it.
0: Oh, that's good to hear. And you know, when you think about it, you know, you have things like the internet, uh, in the old days, you would have get a postcard every couple of weeks from somebody who goes on such an adventure, but you at least you still have that connection you're able to talk to them on your cell phones and such. So you may not see them physically, but, uh, spiritually and, uh, there are other ways to connect. So that's a good sign.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We, and you know, we have FaceTime and, and <laughs> stuff like this. That's right.
0: So. That's right. Well, so what's, what's next for you and Stacey? Where, where are you heading now?
1: Uh, well, we're going to sit still, relatively speaking, sit still. We're, there are things right in this within a five-mile radius that are worth seeing. So after tonight, we probably will cast off lines again. And there's a, a place uh, in, what is it? There's the harbor right next to us. I wrote Eagle Harbor right beside us in Ephraim. And uh, there's a place called Anderson Dock. Uh, which uh, (laughs) has some interesting history in itself. Uh, There's a barn there. And back before the internet, before telephones, uh, in the days of the Pony Express, uh, sailors would actually carve their names on the side of this barn to prove that they made it in there safe. Uh, And now it's a thing. People go there with a can of paint and write their name on the side of this barn. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's a, a, a free day dock, not far from there, which is also, it's part of the Anderson dock complex. We're going to hopefully pull up and dock there. They say not to dock there in a North wind and the, the North the winds have been steadily out of the North the last few days, but we might throw caution to the wind uh, <laughs> and, and dock there and, and see what the area is about and maybe even Sharpie our names on the, on the barn. Um, we'd love to go to sister Bay and and check that out. And that, I I think that's about a two mile uh, road trip. So we might take the bicycles and go down there instead of taking the boat back that far. Um, But there's lots of stuff to do right in this area. And we have three or four days that we uh, can spend here. Um, Other things that we're looking into right now, our, our dinghy is um, manually operated, meaning oars. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, when I was a kid, I always had a rowboat. I like rowing. Uh, So we never actually intended to put a motor on this dinghy, but uh, it's come to our attention that we're missing out on a lot of things, places that we can't go with a big boat that, you know, I'm not going to row five, 10 miles to go (laughs) see. Um, So now we're trying to figure out it's illegal to have a boat of any kind with a motor and not register it. And we're not in Maine. Um, I don't really want to register a boat in Wisconsin, you know? So I'm, I'm looking into how we can register this dinghy so that we can put a motor on it. Uh, And so I called uh, city hall in Portland, Maine. I said, so can we do this with, you know, fax machines and internets and stuff? And she said, no, you have to come here. I said, well, what would you do in my situation? She says, do you have a friend? I said, I have lots of friends. She says, sell one of them the boat for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> have them come in and register it and send you the registration. <laughs> oh,
0: that's a great idea. <laughs> so, so we're going to be work. <laughs> that's
1: that's, the, that's the, the great hand of government at work. So uh, I, I'm going to be selling my dinghy to a friend here in a few days and uh, ho- hopefully we'll be able to buy a, a motor for it shortly. <laughs> best dollar ever spent, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
0: that's wild. Well, listen, Dave, I'm going to let you go and uh, we'll talk again after the weekend and fear some more of your further adventures. And, you know, you mentioned Kendall Morris. I, I want to play one of Kendall's songs and uh, and wish him all the best. Uh, he's just such a, a treasure. And, uh, I hope hope he he does much better.
1: We're all all thinking of him. I I think that's a great idea. He's a great guy. I love him.
0: Yeah. Well, Dave, again, thanks for spending some time with us today. And uh, we'll see you next week. You got it. Thanks, Ron. And that was Dave Rowe. Another chapter of Folk on the Water. And now, as promised, here is Kendall Morse.